The table is set. The world is ready. All work is done. So what now? Now it's time to welcome him in. Hi, I'm Rifki, and you are listening to Olive All Over, where we learn to live Geula now. This week's episode is dedicated for a complete Rafua Shalima for Michal Akiva Gershain Ben Rachel Basia. Welcome everyone to the Sicha. This is the Sicha. This entire podcast was inspired from. It's where the logo comes from. It answers so many misconceptions. It's so powerful, so eye-opening in every single way. The word geula scares off so many people. Why? Simple. I'm working in my life to build up a business, to have relationships, to have success in certain areas. I'm putting in so much effort into my life, and then this geula, this Mashiach guy is going to come and just strip me off of all my hard work and effort? Why would I ever want such a disaster to befall on me. Like, I work so hard. I want my money. I want my friends. I want my home. I want my car. I want my business. I want my stuff. And uh, let's see. Is is Geula about stripping you off from all your things that you've acquired in Galas? Or is Geula perhaps something else? Something deeper? We know that the essence of something is shown by its name. So there are many expressions to show on Gula on redemption, there's Vaitsesi, Vaitsalti, Vigalti, Lukarti. But the actual word Gula has an advantage over all the other terms for redemption. Why? If you look at the word Gula and Gaila, Galas, you see something very interesting. There's literally only one difference between them, and that is the letter Aleph, showing that the only difference between Geula, and our present time right now, is that there will be an Aleph, which stands for the Alufay Shalaylam, the master of the world, Hashem, will be inserted into every single situation in our life. Really? How in the world can you say that? Geula is like this wondrous, charming, you know, sparkling, exciting time. And not only that, there's going to be Shinoi B'maise Barashas, there's going to be Tchias Amesim, there's going to be amazing and massive changes in the world. And you're telling me that the only difference is the Aleph is being inserted into my life? So here's where the Rebbe really brings that light onto such confusion. And the Rebbe says, Geula doesn't mean that we're going to be redeemed with this like, I don't know, earthquake and like sparklers and suddenly we're just gonna like get into the air and like life is just forever forgotten and a new era is approaching no the Rebbe says Geula is everything with us is coming along we're not leaving anything behind what does that mean it means that everything that we've acquired in Gullahs, all our relationships and money and business deals and accomplishments and pu'ulais and everything we've acquired is coming into this new Geula light. What does that mean? We're going to scrape off that Gullus veil. We're going to literally see the essence of every single thing that exists in this world. So if I'm looking at a table, at a chair, I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing the words of Hashem that's creating it. When I look at my friend, when I look at my 
family, my students, I'm seeing their nishama. All that gullus veils of looks and popularity and money and fame and talent is all going to be stripped away and we're going to see the essence of every single thing. Geula is the redemption of every single thing that exists from its gullus veil of chitzainius labels and Geula is redeeming the essence of every single thing that exists. So everything will stay the same. Nothing's going to move. There's not going to be any fireworks and crazy lights and transformation. There's just going to be the concealment is going to be removed. And we'll finally see the essence of every single thing. And that is why Geula, the only difference between that and the word Gaila is the Aleph. Because that is what Geula is. Geula is created through the Gaila. That's why it says... Mashiach is going to come. It's taloi b'ma'asenu v'avadesenu kalzman meshach ha'galos. It's dependent on our work now in galos. Why? Because the only way that Geula can come is from the Gaila. We are, like the whole world technically is ready. Like the Geula is here. It's just there's that galos layer on top of everything. Imagine you see an entire table. And imagine there's like this thick, plastic on top of it you you can't see the real color imagine there's like a see-through table and there's like this black cons- covering over the whole table so the co- the table looks black but really it's clear so what's gula gula is not smashing the table no table no gula is just peeling off that black layer and saying oh my gosh i have this stunning crystal beautiful table we're so close to gula and that's why the world is already feeling this energy so many people are going now through healings of not like forcing them to do something against their will or, you know, like becoming this new person. Like you're a bad person. You have to change. Okay, let's go change. No, people are going through healing process and therapies that it's just releasing the negative emotions that's not letting them be who they really are. It's just redeeming them from this blockage of negative thought processes or subconscious fears or anxieties that they don't even know they have, but it's blocking them from shining their light, people are healing themselves now with Hashem's brachas to connect to their essence. And that's already a personal geula. And when each of us do our personal geula and we're able to strip away that, all those negative, like imagine like a bunch of like, black circles just on you like not letting you be who you are that is gula gula is just connecting and living by your essence of who you really are but we had a question in the beginning of this episode and i said one second but like there's tiasamasim like that is not just olive being inserted that's like much more than that isn't it so rabbi now is going to answer this by zooming into this week's perkiavis and he says it says, And it goes on to list the three things that if you pay attention to these three things, you won't come to sin. Why does the Pergeavis have to mention, look at three things and you won't come to sin? And then it lists it. Why can't you just say the three things? Because the Rebbe is saying, we have to learn something from the number three. 
This number three is so powerful. On one side of our glasses, we should have the Aleph. And on the other side of our glasses, we should have the number three. Why? Some people think that there's them and there's Hashem. So the whole day, they could just go to Shul, you know, chill on the mountains of Sfas, do his spine in us, really connect to their creator, and just be in a life of seclusion and connection to Hashem. There's me and Hashem. One and two. The Rebbe says, no, 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 no. You got it all wrong. Maybe that's good for a little bit. But why are we in this world to make Adira bitach tainim? We have to remember the number three. The number three is the world. There's me and Hashem, but there's also a world that I have to affect, that I have to light up, that I have to conquer with Tyra and mitzvahs. Hashem created all these higher worlds, all these sunsets that you want to sit and meditate in Tzfas is great, but why did he create it? Hashem wants to create a home for himself in this physical world. The Neshama is perfect. It doesn't need a tikkun. The reason why it came into the world is to affect the world for the better, starting with our own personal world, our guf and our nefesh Bahamas, and then not staying there, but thinking about our friends, thinking about the world who needs light and joy and taira and mitzvahs. Each and every one of us, we walk around with our sack of gaila, our bad tendencies, our bad habits, things that are not necessarily Aleph, Alufay Shalaylam connected with. And we can think, I want to just throw this bag into the garbage. I just want to get rid of it and like make as if I never had it before. And the Rebbe is saying, Hashem created the Gaila. That's part of the plan. That's our Avaida. Use the Gaila that you have and reveal the Aleph in everything you have. It's continuing sort of from last week. Like you have this tendency to be super loud and crazy, use that energy for the positive. Don't try to suffocate yourself and not use it. Use whatever is in your package that Hashem created you with. Not to get rid of it and kick it away with brooms and sticks, but just reveal its essence. Reveal how this, like we said in last week's Sicha, how this can actually make you an even better person and make you affect the world and bring light and joy to yourself and to everyone around you and make the world ready for Gula. The rabbi then finishes off the Sicha by showing how this topic of Gula is connected to the days of Sphira because Sphira is all about refining ourselves and we're refining ourselves not just to be a perfect person and be static like that. We're here to influence the world. Remember the number three in our glasses? That's why we're here to refine ourselves. And the Rebbe connects it to his brother's yard site, which is Yud Gimel Iyar. Yisrael Ar Yileib. Yisrael. Every single Yid comes from Tyra, comes from the Kayak of Tyra. Yeshishim Riboy Isis Betaira. And that's how we have the Kayaks to be a Sar, to be a ruler over all the nations. And how should we do our Avaida of ruling over the nations and influencing them to do the right thing? With Aryeleb, with the Kayak of like a lion and with power. The Rabbi shows how so many countries that were against Yidin learning Tyra are now themselves helping them, allowing them, and helping them actually go to Eretisrael, and specifically the Arab says, the Medina of Chesed, the United States, they themselves sent so many soldiers to help poor kids in far off countries, which they never even saw, and giving them medicines and things to help them, and not necessarily are they getting anything back, they're doing it just with kindness, 
And the Rebbe says, because they're doing this, that's why Hashem is helping them to become the most strongest country of the world. So here's the answer to every single one of us. How can we each start living Geula now? It's by taking one person, one thing, one situation in my life and looking at it like that table with the black covering and say, I know there's something under. I know there's that crystal, beautiful table under. I'm going to peel away all the external labels and blockages and I'm just going to reveal the olive. And with every single one of us unpeeling those labels, I'm looking at my coworker with such love for her neshama, with respect, because I know that she has a value, even though I might not see it. With every single one of us peeling away those layers of gullus and bringing down that olive and revealing it, we're releasing ourselves from the bounds and from the klipa that's controlling us, and we're starting to live with Hashem. We're starting to live Geula. Thank you for tuning in to Aleph All Over. Through our efforts of living Geula, may we merit to welcome in Mashiach right now.